Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I feel awful. I feel... <laughs> Whenever I was faking sick to get out of school, I would say, I don't feel good. Do you know that I used to put soap in my eyes and then and then I would get to go home from school? <laughs> Amateur. I used to put lipstick. <laughs> I would rim I would rim my eyes with lipstick wow. and smudge mascara under them and touch the thermometer to a light bulb. You. Holy shit. Hey, mine's pretty I think mine's pretty good. Going to the bathroom, putting soap in my eyes and being like some my eye and then being like something's wrong with my eye. And then mine they had didn't to send hurt. me my that's true mine burned like motherfucker but they had to send me home because it wasn't like well you look like you just got mascara all under your eyes they were like this kid has fucking pink eye yeah ah that's smart yeah. I have, I have but the thing just... is i was always delighted to have you home i know i knew i, just, I knew I my just... parent wasn't going to care <laughs> i just cut out the middleman and walked right out the side door whenever yeah. i got that's tired of that was a graduated problem, high school and i had to spend uh, way I too much time disagree. in high school i didn't that. spend i didn't spend one moment I, I spent exactly the right amount of time in school. In my, I in my spent opinion. more time in your high school than, than you did, did that and true. that was not fair. No, it wasn't I think fair. between the three of us, we might have spent four years in high school. Maybe. I have under one year myself. Mm, I maybe. Added, I added it up. I had two years. We're all pretty smart, too. I mean, I had three no, published books yeah, by the time yeah, I was 22. Yeah, we're smart. So. Yeah. We're smart. And you know what smart people always say? I'm smart. That's what they always say. That's like that's how you know they're glamorous people smart. say how classy they are all thing the time. Thing number one. Yeah. Classy is the <laughs> you word. Know how, you know how millionaires are always posting on their story about how they're millionaires and they have millions actually, of dollars? That's that's actually because tech bros are like that. That's true. The so I don't think money is actually the example there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Well, so how how let's listen to a let's listen to an intro. Ooh. Do you guys want to choose one of the other ones? Can we do pretentious today? Okay. Welcome to Nameless Best Friends. I'm Paige. I'm Elizabeth. Oh. <laughs> oh. Aren't we being pretentious? Oh, sorry. I'm Mary Paige. Yes. And she's Elizabeth, and I'm John Henry. <laughs> 
welcome. <laughs> welcome to Nameless Best Friends. Now, before we get... Or, or just misnamed best friends. <laughs> well, yeah. well gov- more government named government best friends. Government-named best friends. <laughs> uh, Legal-named <laughs> Today, we'd like to get started with a little bit of a correction, and uh, I want to... An pers- amendment. An amendment. I want to personally encourage people to write in like this person did. Oh, yeah. Uh, we found out that one of our criticisms about Mystic Christmas was, in fact, a criticism about the town of Mystic itself. <laughs> oh, no. Would you like... No, no, no. Okay, so let me clarify. Yeah, clarify. Okay, so dur- so in our episode about Mystic Christmas, please go listen to it. We had mm. my, my friend on it, Richie, and it was great. It was about a uh, town with some seals in it and a pizza. In Connecticut. In right. Connecticut. And one of the things that we thought was crazy that was that there was a pizza shop in it. First of all, there didn't need to be any pizza in this movie, but no. there there was. And what we thought was crazy was that if you're going to have a pizza shop in this sea life-themed movie about Christmas, Christmas yeah. why would you name it Mangoes? So somebody wrote to me and said, I don't remember if it was me or on the Nameless Best Friends Instagram, but they said that they're from Mystic. And that Mangoes is a real pizza shop, and it's right next to the aquarium. Oh! And I was so interested to learn that. Which is actually that's oh. great, and that that reinforces what I already felt about Mystic Christmas was that, which is that, um, well, first of all, that it was made by the Mystic Tourism Board, but secondly, yeah. <laughs> that I thought it, I thought it was nice that they, I, I believed a lot more of it than I do a lot of Hallmark movies because it felt like they used a lot, and they did a lot of real traditions that are strange but are real life I, it's making me it's think good. that mystic christmas must be a thing for that area that's like pretty famous well the or, boats the boats oh, yeah, yeah. it boats seems like maybe so it's beautiful. kind of uh, maybe it's like you know uh, ghosts in gettysburg mm-hmm. like we know from that area like on the, that part of the east coast that it's kind of uh, has a has a a local thing that like oh that is a thing yeah so i imagine it uh, i we we didn't get a verdict from this um mystic resident. nameless user <laughs> we didn't get we didn't get a verdict on the movie itself but i have to imagine that if i were from mystic this would feel a little bit like a love letter to it so that's, yeah that, that was interesting news to find out and we'd love if anybody else has any more information because we're not fact checking anything nothing. just like hallmark nothing yeah so yeah any nameless listeners out there any of our nameless <laughs> best friends out there who want to just give us any corrections who want to participate i live for it Please, I would love to hear any of your thoughts. I think you guys feel the same, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's so fun. I So, yeah, anything anybody wants to tell us, and if you're from any of these batshit towns, please tell us. Well, no, but not Mystic is a pretty cool town. No, it's, that it's actually seems cool. really cool, and so, now I think we need to go have a Mystic Christmas sometime. Oh, God, yeah. Although we know none of you are from Fallington, so don't <laughs> try to pull one over on us. <laughs> Truth. So, but that's not the movie we're here to talk about today. No, we're here to talk about what movie is it, Jack? Never Been Christ. Mm. Oh, now I was mm. so excited for this one because I really wanted to know how Hallmark was going to handle a situation that, let's be frank, in real life would turn out um, differently. Differently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the initial thought I had when I saw the title as someone who has been Chris <laughs> in life. And I think Chris is such a common name that Have any millennial yeah. has been Chris. <laughs> right. Right. I, I don't recommend it. No not offense, one, Chris. Not one, oh, <laughs> offense, Chris. Chris, I know you're listening. Turn it down. Your wife's going to hear. <laughs> oh. I'm oh not God. cutting. I'm not cutting. Don't that. cut it. <laughs> okay. That's intrigue. That's, that's what they come. That's what they come to the show for. So let me give you a little uh, rundown on this. In case you haven't seen the movie um, or haven't seen any of the trailers, which tell you more than enough. Um, (laughs) 
Home for the holidays, BFFs Naomi and Liz reconnect with high school crush Chris Silver. A complex love triangle Dreamy. forms, forcing them to take stock of their lives and find the value of friendship. Starring uh, Janelle Parrish, Pascal Lamothe Kipnis. I'm so bad at this part. Someone else should do it's this. It's hard. <laughs> and, Ty- and Tyler Hines. Okay. So this is called Never Been Chris, which I think is a pretty flawless title. But if you guys... <laughs> If you guys have any alternatives, I'd like to hear them now. Yeah, what you got, Mommy? Speak now or forever hold your peace. <laughs> I thought this title was perfect. Well, there you go. How about that? And it was intriguing. Not every one of us, including our extended people, said, oh, my God, I can't wait to see that. That's true. It's cr- that's true. And if anybody did listen to Mystic Christmas, this is apparently the the sister movie to this one. Um Richie was on that episode, my boyfriend, and he expressed a lot of interest in being here today. To, well, I invited him. <laughs> and he said, okay. Well, he. I actually he heard was... him say no last night. <laughs> well, no, yes. no, no. But he really wanted to watch this movie because Jack and he both expressed a lot of interest in watching this movie. And Richie did watch this movie, but he was so burned out after watching Flipping for Christmas that by the time we got to Never Been Christ, his energy was pretty low. And it's um, fatigue. It'll it'll get you. It'll get you. So uh, and then we had to come to Palm Springs to record for this episode. And it just the, the timing didn't work out. So Richie couldn't be here. But he did. He is an editor and he's a filmmaker. So he did some pretty good visual <laughs> uh, participation. So I will be uploading that to the Instagram post for this. He so, will be here yeah. in spirit. He took enough photos of the movie. He basically to get copyright the strike. Yeah. <laughs> oh, have fun. <laughs> So I guess um, my other title for this would be Silver Linings Little Black Book. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah? Like like Silver Linings Playbook? Yeah, no, I got it. Silver Linings Little Black Book. Okay. It's it's a stretch, but (laughs) look, we're in the land of never been Christ here. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) No one said our titles had to be good. No, these aren't exactly exactly six-word memoirs. But... (laughs) Um, so yeah, the premise of this is basically two girls come home for the holidays and they weren't cool in high school and there's a guy that they both had a crush on in high school and they both still kind of have a crush on him. Yeah. So this, Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, um, pretend here. I loved this movie. I did too. Well. (laughs) It's a little bit never been kissed, obviously. (laughs) It's a little bit never been kissed. It's a little bit Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Mm Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot Hallmark. <laughs> it's too much Hallmark, but it's I I certainly liked it a lot more than a lot of other Hallmark movies. But we'll get into all that later. Um, first of all, I think we should start with uh, probably the first scene, like they usually do. Although sometimes they seem to start on the fourth or fifth scene. Well, I don't want to start with the first scene. Why would we do that? I want to start with my first question, which is that the production company is called Never Been Chris. That's true. Oh. What was that? I didn't notice that. That is true. Yeah. But th- honestly, that wasn't even my first question because my first question was about the font. Oh, which yeah. anybody who follows us on Instagram saw me li- just live expl- imploding about that because the font was crazy. It was like... It's live, laugh, love font. No, it wasn't. It was, it was even worse. It was like Wendy started an earring company. <laughs> it was... <laughs> Like very Wendy, like wow, from Peter silly. Pan, Wendy. <laughs> no, just some middle-aged woman named, named Wendy, Wendy who oh. wears blue scarves and has really fun earrings. A and Hallmark she makes heroine. them herself, herself, and then everybody said, "You should sell these." And now she does that at the craft fair, mm. and 
this is her font because she found it on Microsoft Word, which is how she prints out. <laughs> anyway, so it's a mess. It's a messy. It's a font. bad font. It's a mess. I have font. to ask if you're doing an intervention here. <laughs> like, okay, so I use Microsoft fonts. What <laughs> is your point? I like the person you just described. I hope she lives here. Yeah. So I'm going to go actually on a best friend app and look for her. So that's where we start. So that's where we start. So the two of these two girls, they started an app to find best friends, kind of like Bumble BFF, I think. Yeah. That's that was my note. And they, because I do think it's a great idea. I think you just need to have when it's, Bumble's it already doing it. I think it would be hard to compete. It's I don't not, know if they are still doing it, but they it's, are. It's, but are it's they, not okay, destigmatized yet. That's really the thing. It's I like you met remember, a couple of nice people through that. I, I did you. Yes, hmm. I did. Cute. I did. I we and we met at the Buzz, which Minda Metz runs. Oh, ran ran at the time. Oh, um, she was. By the way, that was in our small town, and she used to be Ralph Lauren's personal chef. So she had a fantastic little cafe. Yes, it's a great cafe. And great since cookies. I'm talking about her, oh I'm just going to say, if you're in Maryland, she has a catering company called Love and Dishes. That's nice. That is nice. Um. So, uh, yeah, it's. No, this, uh, I was going to say it's something that hasn't been destigmatized yet. You remember dating apps 10 years ago were not quite what they are now. And at least in my generation, people use them all the time. So I hope that Bumble BFF or something like it becomes destigmatized to people my age now. Because uh, I tell you, I know a lot of people with no friends except me. And, I don't, have and, any and, and I don't have any friends. I, I've got <laughs> nameless best friends. That's all I got. It's all just us three. <laughs> oh. Just us. Oh, just all my friends live far away from where I live. And yeah. So that's the problem. I think that's true for that's a lot, a lot of, people. of people's problem. Yeah. yeah. And so we have no friends and many friends at the same time. But yeah. I, I would love an app like this personally. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they so they have that and it starts in a really cute little uh, apartment and they have It's a Wonderful Life playing in the background. It's it's just great. what I want. It had a lot of atmosphere going on. Okay. Uh, but wait, I have a quibble right there. Oh, oh look, your favorite movie's it's on. It's the end of the movie. Yes, and then they <laughs> move over to the counter, and it's about 30% into the movie because they're mm -hmm. dancing in the gym. And I was like, mm. but we, And we all know that movie. Everybody knows that movie. Yeah. I, well, I was just complaining about this to, to Richie, who, you know, edits trailers. Wait, has Richie seen this movie, though? Don't we know yes. somebody who hasn't seen this movie? Richie has not seen It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Oh, that movie, yeah. yeah. Um, but he has seen Never Been Chris. He sure so has. So he's seen some of it. Um, I was just complaining to him about how because they do this a lot in the trailer in the the ads between Hallmark movies, how sometimes they'll take a song that's very well known and they'll just cut from one part of it like on the on beat three mm -hmm. to something else. And if you know the song and you're getting the brand recognition of the song and then it just suddenly cuts to something else, it's very jarring. And he was saying that, unfortunately, he has to do that sometimes, too, but that he also hates it. Mm -hmm. So it's funny that the that the movie was doing the very same thing. So then they acknowledge it, which I also liked. They acknowledged that the movie was playing and talked about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then the font was still going and still making my <laughs> eyes itch. Um, but you were beginning to be endeared. Yeah, but I was still I was starting to like the movie, even though the font was so bad. I loved um, it right away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was I was immediately in when they when the scene was lit and decorated properly, and they had a movie mm -hmm. that was part of the real world in it that was nice that helps and then they're trying to get money from somebody that what is it a venture capitalist I'm yes not in that world but well liz asked the question though i think this is really good characterization we talked about how this movie does characterization pretty well liz asked the question if you could do it all over again you know because she she thought george bailey and it's a wonderful life should have asked for that instead of to not be born. when they're still at the apartment yeah yeah and so she says if you could do it all over again what would you change and that's perfect because that is liz and just liz's whole thing for the whole Liz movie. Liz is the blonde? Liz is the blonde. Okay. 
And her, I didn't she know did their names until the end of the book. She had the them written down as blonde and brunette, as Lala, which I said too. I said, remember Jack? I said yes, she's I giving do. me, she's giving Lala. Mm-hmm. Give but them she, Lala. She mm-hmm. asked that From question. I got, I got Lala. She asked that question. I think it's great characterization because that does continue to be her personal journey throughout this movie is mm-hmm. about realizing that you can't go back. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then they do another great reference later that's also good for that. So anyway, yes. So then they go and they're having dinner at some little cool bar. And they're trying to get money from some venture capitalist who says, it's a risky pivot. And that is when I decided risky pivot is my cowboy name. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they want to pivot the business and make it into, basically, they want to expand and make it Tinder also. Yes, but also I have the note, Mr. Lover Lover loves laughing, and I don't know what that means. I have, okay, so it did happen, (laughs) because my first note is Mr. Lover tindering. So somebody said something about Mr. Lover, and none of us remember what it is. (laughs) I feel well. I wasn't there, so I feel like you guys watched it together. And you watched the movie. We're drinking. <laughs> well, we were drinking, but I don't think that that's. But I'm. We didn't want to make that up. I wouldn't make up Mr. Lover. Okay, I don't no. have that. I don't have that note. That's all I'm saying. It something happened, and mm. we don't know what it is. I think we also we also should address that uh, before they go to that meeting, it, they live next door to each other. It seems. Be cute. which is cute they have a whole cute relationship but she they, she, but they have it's to, not they, romantic they have to it does right. seem like it is at first but yes <laughs> they have to pack for a trip tomorrow and so she says oh i have to pack and then she walks out the front door and then down the stairs and then back up the stairs right to the left and then back into the, <laughs> which is adorable which is cute so then they not do, efficient they do they, no <laughs> no but adorable they do the pitch and then um i have dead dad written here which i, I have also, also dead have dad <laughs> i have dead dad and then i wrote silver linings i have dead parent Hyphen, dad passed 17 years ago. <laughs> okay. So we all clocked that. Mm-hmm. So then they go home for, I, just, I guess it's just for the holidays. That was the reason, right? It's nothing. I think, yeah, I think they just went home. It's nice. Like you do. Nobody ever does. Nope. actually do. Not in a Hallmark movie, yeah. but yeah. They go back and they say, well, do you think we're going to run into anybody from high school? Oh, and then, well, and okay, then there was a little bit of a, um, not a quite clear enough cut, which, I don't know, I'm being really picky, but they, they they're like, do you think we're going to run into anyone from high school? Maybe Chris Silver? She's like, we're never going to run into him. And then it was like hard cut to running into him. But it wasn't quite clear enough because it kind of just seemed it's there was not it wasn't clear enough. It but seemed like a dream was, sequence. It just wasn't clear enough. But anyway, then they run into him. And it was really funny because then they had the line. It's not fair that he didn't peak in high school. And mm-hmm. then they said that when he was in earshot. And then he said, what? <laughs> that kept and happening. I thought that was cute because again it's the Fraser Kitchen thing where it's like they can hear you <laughs> this movie was a we've talked about it before some Hallmark movies are aware of themselves and I appreciate when they are because yeah. we know what they are we love when a Hallmark movie knows what it is and it, this one was aware of itself and it was very cute the mm-hmm. silver lining thing you had written down was because they they made a very stupid joke which again Liz thought was stupid Naomi said uh, may, I think it was Naomi said maybe this trip is going to have a silver lining. Oh, yes, that's, that's why I wrote silver lining. Um, but then when they so when they when they uh smash cut into meeting him at this um I guess pastry place. Um they as soon as he shows up, they they ding a uh a little wanted poster of him in, of oh, one, of his yes, yearbook. Oh, yes, they superimpose picture. um a, a yearbook picture with the su- with the name and then Thought the superlative so under Loved. it. Yeah, his little superlative. What did it say? Most attractive and most popular. (laughs) Can you imagine going to that school? Which is very. I love that for the fact that it's just it's hilariously on the nose and not even nuanced. 
But this I loved guy, all of them. I love this actor, and I, 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 I think you, his name is Tyler. Did you say Haynes? I think so. Hines? Hines. Okay. Yeah. We have him written down as um, Peter Pascal. Yeah. <laughs> he's Pedro Pascal lookalike. Yeah, no, I, I love him so, so I much, though. Happy. He always brings a dry humor to his roles that makes me believe him so much more. So I don't, I don't need to know, you know, I don't need to know him. But I do enjoy every time he shows up in a movie. It's like, oh, good, this guy. I'm gonna believe him. I love oh, him, and I, I think did. he's so attractive. Oh, he yeah. is so attractive. But I think that his cynicism, if that's the right word, uh, doesn't quite feel like it. But it, it just it. He's dry. I love. Yeah, but he's also yeah. He's not. He's just. He's. I don't know. He's well, just not a dippy guy who's gonna suddenly be whining about his feelings halfway through the movie. No, or or being a dick. Yeah, you know, he's not going to just be like, you used me. And then mope and turn away or accidentally accidentally on purpose smash her coffee into her face and ruin her pajamas. Like, (laughs) he seems cool and kind of just aloof in a hot way like he's hot he is yeah. but are, i can't even see him i don't i it would be interesting to see what he did with one of those other scripts because i just don't think he would come off that way and i like that i like that in a hallmark protagonist you know like yeah, he's, he's not gonna, a big old baby yeah so it's like yeah he's you feel like he's got a heart but you don't feel like he's a pushover and he's gonna be you know embarrassing i guess what i'm coming down to at my age I'm so sick You're of the ick. Like 92? Ni- 93. 93. 93. Oh. 93. Sorry. Um, I'm 93. You look incredible. <laughs> well, I dated before I was married. We are then, sponsored by Olive Oil. And then I dated. <laughs> thank you, Olive Oil, for the skincare routine of a lifetime. Yeah, thank you, Olive Oil. <laughs> it's my Popeye impression, oh I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay. I'm saying I dated before I was married. I dated after I was married until I met Adam. And I have had enough of the ick to last four lifetimes. Yeah. So, And I don't think this guy gives the ick. And no. a lot of these Hallmark heroes definitely do. Even but- to me, and watching in my living room. So that is an important criterion for me and sometimes it's the actor's fault and sometimes it's the writing's fault and sometimes it's unforeseen who knows what it is yeah. sometimes it's just a perfect storm who knows yeah but well, they don't get to redo they don't get to reshoot Yeah, they so. don't, sometimes it's just chemistry maybe who knows yeah. what it is but like when you've got 15 seconds to shoot a whole movie like <laughs> i don't i yeah. don't think magic is necessarily always happening but whatever it is this guy Hot and dangerous, and I would do it. So in <laughs> this first it. in this first scene, we establish a dynamic that continues uh, throughout the he movie, can. which is that uh, Naomi is sort of fawning over him, and they both clearly have a crush on him. But um, Liz's approach is is more that we should stay away from this. I, I guess because he's uh, a high school, you know. Because I'm not really sure what her apprehension is, but she does want them to get away. Oh, I am. Wait a minute. <laughs> I've been to the distant high school reunion. The hesitation is, oh, come on, don't go back that. You know, go back there. Don't. But she does also have a crush on him very clearly. Yeah. And I didn't know who was going to, you know, mm-hmm. be the love interest. I thought it was going to be the cliche blonde. So I really loved what they did with all of this. But so, I just, I do see that, like, you're cautious about, yeah, he was hot in high school. And does he, okay, does he have a job now? Like, why is he still in town? There are a lot of questions you well, should ask. Well, they thought ask he before. lived in Chicago because I guess he used to. But I, I loved that they had 
um, these characters have different approaches to this that were kind of nuanced in their way because they could easily have had them both just fawning over him and, and that could have been very oh, boring. I thought that this was going to be two women pitted against each other mm-hmm. and it wasn't. They didn't do and that. And the thing was, is okay, I was picturing kind of Bride Wars but about a boy. Did you ever see Bride Wars, Mommy? Yeah. I love that movie. You've never seen that probably, right? No. Kate Hudson, Anne Hathaway, both two two girls getting married both want the Plaza Hotel because that's what they talked about doing when they were kids. Mm-hmm. And it's just two best friends who ended up against each other in New York. And it's really funny. Um, I'm glad they didn't lean on that kind of conflict. Well, but the thing is, of course, that was elevated because that movie had a shit ton of a budget because the people in it were great. Mm. But still making that movie today would be tough because pitting two women against each other just doesn't play the same as it did maybe in 2009 or whenever that came out. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I was so worried that it was going to seem so creepy and weird that this guy who kind of looks like a rock star was going to have these two attractive women like going after him. It's part of why I was excited for it. Well, (laughs) I know. I know. But it was like, okay, how is it going to not seem pervy like he's just this dorky sort of dweeby jerk who's kind of wanting these two girls oh yeah two girls who like him yeah the high school casanova yeah it just how yeah. is it not going to seem like really overly well-tread t- territory where he's kind of gross and where he's not just envisioning some sort of fantasy and an outdated sexualization of these two girls basically yeah. well i knew somebody uh, that you both knew as well that i dated who was we knew really somebody. hanging his hat on um, being the hot guy in high school many, 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 many years later. And it was ugly. And I was very, very concerned that they were going to end up doing something like that with him. Like, And so they really went, I think, enough in the opposite direction to say... He's not hanging his hat on this. No. Well, every, I mean, everyone in this movie was a little bit too attached for high school, given that it definitely happened 20 years ago. Well, there ago. is, yeah. There and is they that. always do that. Even there like, I, I was watching The After Party, which is about a group of high school mm-hmm. friends getting together for a high school reunion. Mm-hmm. And they're all, oh, that party in high school. And I'm like, God almighty. Like, I don't remember anything. Like, I went- Well, we already established that none of us really went to high school. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's so. true, too. I guess so. And it's like, I don't know. I also went to four different high schools, but like when I did, it's like I can remember having people over. And I remember one particularly kind of epic party that I had. I don't remember anything. Yeah. I mean, like what I'm saying. Topical. That's what it would have been called at the time. I remember that party. I was out of town. Oh, the one. Well, it was. (laughs) Well, you'd have to be, wouldn't you? The party was one where the I don't remember why this everyone. Every every girl was supposed to wear. It was actually supposed to be only girls. And we were all wearing our prom dresses mm. and we all, the, the theme was to smoke cigars and drink port. And I don't know what, Ew. where I got that idea, but we all did that. <laughs> and um, that was the theme, but I don't remember anything that happened there. And, uh, and we were just a bunch of theater kids. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, and it was mm-hmm. all girls. And all I remember is that we ended up caving and inviting everybody. Yeah. Like that's all. And I don't remember. And it wasn't like, oh my God, the craziest thing happened. And then what? Like it wasn't no, and like if if I got all those people in the same room, we wouldn't be talking about that party really, except for, oh yeah, didn't we wear like dresses to that? Yeah, as so, I recall, you collected people's cell phones too. I was at the it was Christ, sounds, it was Christmas right? time actually, oh, and I was you at remember the, more than I do. I was at the Marriott um, Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, 
We are. So I was. We were always in good. Touch. We are ten minutes into this movie, so we have to move along with okay. the plot somewhat. Sorry. Um, I wanted to point out that in that first scene in the pastry shop, um, <laughs> there's a funny little moment that in any other Hallmark movie definitely would have just felt insane and does still feel insane, but in a more charming way, which is that. Um, when they see Chris, uh, Liz is eating a cupcake, and she's and he's like, "That looks good." And she says, "Sorry, it's the last one." And Naomi just grabs it out of her hand as soon as she takes a bite and says, "Here, you can have it." <laughs> which I so, thought, which is I crazy, thought it was cute. but there's a lot it's of funny. Hilarious. It's and funny. Then he held on to it. It's funny, and there's a lot of chaotic behavior like that in this. So which I love. It. So then he he asks for their numbers and says, "Oh, we should exchange numbers. We should hang out." And and uh, you know Naomi says yes and Liz says no and then they just kind of leave and do the Fraser Kitchen thing and that is funny. Yeah. So afterwards, um, they go back to Naomi's mom. Naomi's the brunette. Yes. Liz they, is the bl- blonde. Uh, yes. Yeah. That's correct. just in case anybody else <laughs> was Naomi, watching this movie and well, only knows them that way. And Naomi has the single mother who, you know offers them this Christmas sweaters that I loved that they had as a point of contention oh, or, yes. you know, uh, they yes. agreed to wear them, but were embarrassed. And also them. says, well, she also says, I Googled where we can buy all the scarves. Oh yeah. Which I is thought cute, she but was adorable. I My note her. was, I want to go on their app and meet her. They're, oh, go- they're Google happy best though. Pals. Lately. Hallmark is, they keep using that. For, I know you called just that early it. on in, in the <laughs> podcast. And now I, it's all like, it's like, you're so right. But the thing is, it's so funny because they got to her house and I was like, oh, this house is so cozy and warm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, despite them, not, it's not like a house full of kids or anything. It felt like kind of energized. And then they got to the blonde's, ha- blonde's house. And Liz. I thought it well, was. Well, her mom loves, uh, we should point out, Na- Na- Naomi's mom. I can't pronounce her name for some reason. <laughs> Naomi's mom. What are pronunciations of that name. Na- 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 Naomi, Naomi, Noemi. It's true. What? <laughs> I know, I know that a Noemi. That last one, really? Wow. I know a Noemi, yeah. That's funny. Um, no, I I knew her in high school. Now I seem high school obsessed. Carry on. <laughs> uh, well, her mom loves Christmas a lot, and even oh, yeah, for Hallmark, time. it's a little over decorated. But I personally, I mean, before I before I was involved with Hallmark, and before last year, where I worked at a the most Christmassy bar in New York City, uh, I would. Which one dec- was it? Uh, Pete's Tavern. Yeah, that's which right. you're you, going to get some people who know it. If so. yes, if you love if you love Christmas uh, stuff, you absolutely should go there lots of people came from out of town to go to it it's it's the most Christmassy place I've ever been but when you work there you hate Christmas by the end of the season which I didn't think was possible for me but before that if you love Christmas and you're in the DC area you go to the Willard but before I (laughs) ever worked there before we did this I loved Christmas and was very much a November 1st person and uh I I would decorate exactly like her mom did and big time that woman is still is still unpacking Christmas decorations at the end of this (laughs) and she's She's, very and she's very fun and very high energy she's so fun and then the thing is but then they get to the blonde's house and I thought Liz Liz. still is they get to the blonde's house and I thought oh what a nice like sort of calm I thought oh so that's like the energized home and this is the calm house and then I realized it's not calm it's tense it is that is well, a tense home. okay. They, they're celebrating Hanukkah, mm-hmm. so they wouldn't obviously have the same decor. I would die for that kitchen. Oh, I know. And that it's huge nice. island. But there's tension. That that mom, she, the mom, Liz and her mom have a lot of which I thought was wonderful up. because that wasn't old romantic tension. It was so oh, yeah. refreshing. I was like, what are they going to do with this? Uh, and agreed. I, I really loved that. So I like I like having tension and conflict that's not just romance centric I totally agree and I I I was gonna say the same thing and we come back to it a little bit later in it but yeah it just so it what I grew to appreciate from watching this movie was like when you see it done well you see I guess these are the only movies I'm watching right now 
because yeah. there's so many. So it's like, you know, you grow to appreciate like, wow, the contrast, like you're demonstrating mm-hmm. the energy, the energy of this warm home versus the contrast of this more tense home. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're, you're contrasting these two women's very different lives in a way that it, it, it's just doing so much for character. Okay, so it, with we have the single mother, and then we also had, I think, well, I thought they called him Jeff at first. Step Liz's down. stepfather, yeah. and then he became Travis. Or they said <laughs> something like, I don't know, when I was with Adam, he would always get on the phone and say, Czesz, in Polish, and I don't know what that means, because every time I asked, I was given a different word to use, so... Anyway, so I don't know whether they accidentally called him Jeff or... Or we're speaking Polish. <laughs> or we're speaking Polish. I just... You're just not sure. I just oh my gosh, no. you go I'm to sure. Europe once. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I keep slipping into a foreign language. No, no, yeah. no, no. I meant... I meant... <laughs> so I might have heard Jeff and it might have been a different word and I didn't I have... I think they said uh, Jeff. I feel like I remember that. Um. So her adorable sister Jojo comes in and I just could see the family tension. I thought this is going to be good. Uh, not that I want a lot of family tension, but I'm just so refreshed to see that she's not there to right wrongs from high school. Well, where they established the, um, I mean, because the family tension thing was, there were parts of it that bumped for me. And it's one of the things that bumped for me that doesn't seem to have bumped for you guys. But okay. one of the um, the things that I thought was funny and that I think uh, we have a real life anecdote to relate to is that the first thing that causes the tension uh, or one of the first things she talks about <laughs> Is this picture? Um, oh yeah, this picture. This picture. Yes, the, that, the Christmas card, the well, holiday card. Yeah, the 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 holiday card that they a picture they took without that, looking Liz. at me. <laughs> oh, uh, without. Oh, you know what? Do you want to tell everybody why we're looking at you? Wait, why? Well, go ahead. Well, I think it's just because. <laughs> oh, the real family. Yeah. There you go. Okay, well, so what happened is while Blonde was in the big city, the other people in the family took a picture, took a family photo without her. I know you ever heard that. Took a, what? You know we I know We make that joke all the time. Yeah, we... while, while Blonde was in the big city, they all took a photo without her. Mm-hmm. And so in our life, um, I don't even remember how it really originated, and maybe you do, but... Um, Whenever Beth, my mother, whenever mommy and my dad and I would be together, because Jack is 10 years younger than I am. So for a long time, I was an only child, which is funny because often I still say I'm an only child. Wait, you do? That's yeah, fucked up. Well, because I don't really feel like I have a... Pr- what? He's sort of... <laughs> wow. No offense. Oh, you, I feel like I... comprehend I know. I just feel like... <laughs> I wish you could... I wish, audience, that you could see the faces that I'm making. <laughs> He's sort of Jim Halperding. <laughs> I am. I'm looking for the camera, but there isn't one. Well, I'm confused, I too. just feel like, no, I feel like I get to be an only child and have a sibling. Hmm. That's all. I Well, did I? I identify as both. <laughs> and Suddenly, Jack is feeling the same. So, so when, when I was first born, she and the three of them were alone without me, she used to say, finally, it's just the real family. <laughs> But I would say it not as a pretentious Hallmark child, but as a <laughs> oh joke. It was a joke. I was being clever and funny. And I would just be like, oh, finally, just the real family, <laughs> which I was always saying to be funny. It's probably one of your first funny jokes. It was probably one of my first funny jokes. Yeah, but true. I believe Adam said that once 
knowing that joke when it was just Adam and Jack and I. Yeah. Me. That is true. Adam and Jack and me. Yeah. And I, that's the thing. And so, you know, it's, it's, now it's a well, it's, it's a family, it's a, now it's a, just a family joke. It's a real so, family joke. So we thought that, we thought that was very funny. But yeah. if you were to say, look it. who's laughing now. <laughs> uh, I, different trio. So. so, so. <laughs> So anyway, then so it felt like a sort of the real family. So thing. after the tense house and, and um, God, we're probably 40 minutes into this. We really got to get through this movie. <laughs> um, after that, they run into they run into Peter Pascal again. And it, it just happens. Yeah, over and, and then over the again. beer looked so like, like real beer. They were at a bar, which is unusual. And yeah. Honestly, this felt this scene. So they're at a pub and it really feel like and they're they're just going out for drinks and they're wearing the ugly sweaters. Mm-hmm. And then they run under into Peter coats. Pascal under their coats they're and they hidden. run into Peter Pascal and they both sh- slam the coats shut. And they're like, oh, Chris, it's Chris. They run in. I just don't like saying that name. I like Peter Pascal. My past. <laughs> my past. They, they just they both slam their coats shut. And then they're just like. You know, and then they, they're both just trying to play it cool and stuff. And I don't know. I've just, it felt so familiar. It felt like, I don't know. I just felt like that feels very relatable to me. It just, fe- they're so awkward around him and they like kind of want to impress him, even though he's not really the hot shot he used to be. And and then, they're cool now because and they they're cool. started they're cool, a hot, huge app. Pretty hair, have cool jobs. Like they're better than this, but they There's don't also- see themselves way. They don't, they don't see themselves objectively. So they're still just like, I'm small. And I'm just like, I'm just like that. And it just person. takes you right back, which is something that definitely happens. That's so true. You and get so in real. that, you get in that setting and you get taken right back to when you were small. They but also, I loved the little, you know, flashback where they had all their high school. Oh yeah, they go over to the and table their, and then these, yeah. they all introduce themselves. And then there's like the girl who used to be a cheerleader, mm-hmm. and then there, there's the guy who like was the class clown or whatever, and he's like, "I'm a Florida man now," yeah, which is very funny. Was, they were all pretty funny. charming, all those people at the table, and they're and they're all and they they but do. It was the, a fun intro. They do the freeze yes. frames where they show their superlatives and everything. Yeah, yeah, with the and, superimposed yearbook photos. And these, yeah. uh, you know, these are the people who used to be the cool kids. So there's also a misunderstanding that happens very often throughout this movie that is part of the symbolism for the plot I suppose which is that um, it seems that Liz actually is kind of the one who started the company and then they right. had part they had equal ownership and a lot of people they sort of Lennon and McCartney yeah the 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 thing they were just like we're gonna go have these even though it's clearly the blondes company. initial idea yeah whatever and then and so they think often people think that um, Liz is Naomi's boss and that that's a, a thing that happens there um she she says make mine a double about an eggnog which is funny <laughs> i love that i want a double eggnog right now they also chris is instantly full yeah also chris is a very vocal vegan was a very funny is there line. any other kind oh, is, yes. the, is the follow-up oh. line yes um it, and that was it, a weird subplot that i got a kick out oh of. i loved it oh i just think that hallmark should do well, mov- movies about friends more like i feel like uh-huh. honestly it made me realize that their forte is like not romance. No, well, that's for sure. Yeah, kind we of. We have they... jokes that we fill in ourselves. I like that when they do that. That we we never really got the whole deal on like why he. Well, they make was him... sneaking fish and stuff. They make him an interesting character too because he joined the Marines right out of school, and as somebody who knows a lot of people who joined the Marines right out of school, I like that they that he didn't stay <laughs> in the Marines and became a more nuanced character. Where, oh, yeah, he's an English teacher, which yeah, is very hot for he, all you he, English teachers out there. He becomes an English job. teacher and a vegan, which I don't think it's reaching to say is not common for people who join the Marines. Right, um, right. To do those two things. And I think it's, it's or very- Or maybe isn't thought of to be. Well, it's certainly not considered the norm. 
and so that's that's very interesting and and they don't really touch on his past too much and but also he's he not he doesn't he doesn't have the ego like some of these hallmark yeah. heroes do well, that makes yeah. you feel and like you don't you don't think that this you don't necessarily think of a small town guy as being a vegan yeah. they they kind of broke they broke a lot of tropes and, and and figured a lot of stuff out in a way that i really liked like they had the small town like they kind of had the small town towny group that you know, they, they kind of figured a lot of those things out, and I, I, I don't know. Like they had a lot of the tropes that we wanted. It kind of felt like a '90s teen movie yeah. thing that it was satisfying in that same way, but it also broke a lot of those tropes in a fun way. And I don't know, but but yeah, it made me kind of feel like they they should do more movies about friendships because it felt like they yes. what they do is they sort of neuter romantic relationships, make them, but friendships. they nailed these <laughs> friendships, or at least this writer did. You know, so like. Big time. Big, and, and so did the actors, you know, everybody in the, everybody who who executed this, you know, because like the thing is, like, usually they just the friendships, which are so important. And obviously it's like the year of the girl. And we're all sort of like all the Internet is like normalized going to Paris with your best friend, not your boyfriend. Like, go do things with your best friend. Don't don't try to, like, save the, the things you want to do for a boyfriend. But don't I mean, save the, these things for the, the namesake of this podcast, nameless best yes. friends, you know, it's it is Hallmark they they could do a lot better if they focused on this more. Yeah, don't just have a have a, f- a two minute conversation that's rushed exposition. Well, with- so far this year, your favorite characters have often been the nameless best friends. Candace, yeah, Candace Stan. Yeah, so it turns out that they are sleeping in a bunk bed at Naomi's, uh, which that they, room they have was so cute. Cute little moments. <laughs> Uh, and they discuss, and they finally reveal to the audience what being Christ is, um, mm-hmm. which I liked. To, just as all the girls who dated Chris in high school, and it wasn't then, just that you you date him and you get like you know, it wasn't dirty. He just elevated. Yes. The, he just elevated their status socially because he was so well liked in high school. Yeah, because he was just so cool. So then they go to this party, and this is where another interesting and and very cogent. Uh, literary or media reference happens where oh my uh, God. he said Chris says that he wrote his masters on the great Gatsby and his take on the book I think personally I mean it's subjective but his take is very accurate he says it's that to him it's a book about how you can't re- you can't go back and repeat the past and try to fix it no matter how badly you want to and very fittingly Liz doesn't understand that and she mm-hmm. thinks it's about soulmates mm-hmm. she thinks mm-hmm. it's about unavoidable attraction when I think that's very clearly not the point but that's perfect because that's because they're not perfect for each other that's right. what her character and that's when we're understand. still wondering if he's going to end up with the blonde or the brunette mm-hmm. yeah. and <laughs> and I love that he did his masters on on the great Gatsby I think that's that's such an unusual detail for a whole well, and I think that's somebody a little bit more jaded than I might be like you know rolling their eyes about it being the great Gatsby because it's such it's cliche. yeah because it's come so cliche. on it's Hallmark but yeah but also it wasn't gonna be I the just, Scarlet Letter no but I, but the, no but even so <laughs> the Scarlet a Letter a little more obscure but no but the thing is is that people might roll their eyes about it being the great Gatsby and it being so cliche and so overdone but I, I fucking love the great Gatsby and I don't yeah, care I I did my I did my college thesis on Andy Warhol and I feel like well and mostly on the factory and Edie Sedgwick but I feel like people kind of roll their eyes about that being so cliche too but it's like Actually, the fact that it's cliche means that there's so much there and then part of it becomes the sort of the dialogue about people being obsessed with it. So I don't Mm -hmm. think that it matters. I think that what's cool about it is that 
you know the audience gets it too so everybody gets to have an opinion about it too so I don't right. I, I didn't need them to be like trying to out pretentious me no it was exactly. just like it didn't everyone's read it everyone's me. in on the joke everyone's in on the sort of the conversation and it was cute yeah. it didn't feel pretentious to me at all it, it felt no and it also didn't feel babied the existence of both The Great Gatsby and It's a Wonderful Life which are both well-known pop cultural iconic pieces of media mm-hmm. both of these things just felt they served to uh help fundamentally pos- many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Position this movie in a more realistic world for me, which is something that I think more Hallmark movies could stand to do. So... Um, yeah, but it ju- contextualized it within the reality we all genuinely share. We all went yeah. to high school and read Ray- Great Gatsby. Yeah. We all have Christmas with each other or holidays with each and other. That's for a and reason. we all have TV and It's a Wonderful Life is on. If I could just add one more thing. Drops of God? <laughs> Me too. All right. Bye, guys. So we're back. We're back uh, talking yeah. about... Um, this one, this is uh, never been Chris. Never been Chris. Yeah. yeah, sort of a crude, yeah, you know, I crude think, title. Yeah, so I loved when they did um, "Never Have I Ever" with the cookies. Oh yes. Well, that is what's next. That's the next part of it. Yes, um, excellent. That they they do "Never Have I Ever," and and again f- for all these characters, I'd be so fat. I'd be just. <laughs> well, never have I ever. It I'd can be, be feeling, it's such an informative so device. It is, it's, yeah. It is. It's cliched, and yet it is effective. Again, is, yeah. for me, high school was far too present for these people who have been out of it for oh 20 years. Oh, my God. Years. I couldn't believe what they remembered. Wait, oh, I've yeah. got a question, though. Yeah. Should we stop this? Oh, that? Uh, the, yeah, the yeah, yeah, I guess that's a good idea. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. okay. So, so we're back. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> God, we're so, we're so much less... Austere Ugh. and mysterious and Ugh. smart well, sounding. Listen we sound to me so with dumb. my American accent. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, next in the movie. Next in the movie. I'm so <laughs> brassy. Hate. Okay. My own. I'm voice. so shrill. So, <laughs> um. So anyway, they. I mean, but it is. It is also like it is a tone thing. Yeah, because we, we because I do like because when I go because when I go accents. English, you know, I do I do it up a bit more of it. It's a gentle sort of. You know, entire being, isn't it? We so could, I don't know why. Like I don't know why. I, it's not. It's not as if I speak like that when I talk in an American accent like this. It's like it's not like you know. No, because then I just start talking like this in American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Salacious B. Crumb that and or Iago. Yeah. But I can also do Julie Andrews. Hey. All summer long, I felt Jill. like I don't speak Polsky. <laughs> I, that's all they heard. Hips I hedge, 
a miserable childhood. Oh, a wicked childhood. Oh, sorry. A miserable youth. Perhaps I had a miserable youth. Oh, get you a girl who can do both. All right, so so he <laughs> we should watch that. Tonight. So Peter Pascal, in, unfortunately, we have to watch another Hallmark movie. Tonight. Oh my God, we have a whole other one. We they do. are beginning to blend together. They are. I was ready to come in here today and talk about a Christmas Stitch. So <laughs> I forgot we've okay. already done that one. Doesn't exist. So Peter, Chris invites them all, uh, both Naomi and Liz, to all three hang out. Uh, Which he be doing. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get through. Wait, oh, are you at pretty baked? Because not yet. We're about to get there. Okay. So, um, (sighs) mom, Naomi's mom is moving close. Uh, she wants to move near the bay, which is where they live. Yes. And she hates that idea. Um, but she but mom shows up. She goes, I did the Christmas dinner shop, and she's wearing a poncho fit for the like costume design from Dune. I love it. And she has one grocery bag. And that is crazy to me because I go to Trader Joe's for olive oil and then end up apologizing to the cashier and pretend I've been out of the country for the summer every time I go shopping. So <laughs> always a different Trader Joe's. It's yeah, it's true. just oh, sorry, I'm doing my big shop for the year. I'm always I'm always <laughs> I'm always repeating the anecdote to Trader Joe's um, cashiers that one time I was checking out with a bunch of both oh, their, the macaroni and cheese. Yeah, with, yeah, with their like, white cheddar macaroni and cheese and their white cheddar puffs the things that are basically pirates booty booty, yeah pirates booty. and um i i was checking out with the uh i had probably like 25 boxes the mac and cheese and they said well i understand this you know sometimes you have to make two you know for it to be filling and then they got to the um the the pirates booty and they said okay but this are you bathing in it (laughs) which i've never forgotten and we'll never live down and if you're out there right now Mm -hmm. trader joe's cashier that said that to me um I'll never forgive you. So, <laughs> hey, you know what? That has real cheddar powder on it, and I always thought that was better than Captain Crunch. You'd eat it for breakfast. Oh, and it's part great. Of me would be like, oh, it's not if okay. This could, but I'd be like, okay, I can't. If this stop could them, be sponsored no by sugar. Trader Joe's, it would be. Yeah. Oh my god, love Trader Joe's everything. Yeah. So they're out shopping at a boutique. They get surprised by him at the store. Yeah, the shopping. And they're at a so cute, and then they're hiding. They're crouching under a, so a clothing rack, and then he moves the clothes aside. And then she, they just go, oh, the, 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 the game we, good game we play. But like they delivered it so well, and it was just so natural and weird and funny, and I just loved it because they delivered it like people who were saying the line, informed by people saying that in a movie, in a way that I believed and liked. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I this is a point though during because I again I didn't enjoy this movie nearly as much as you did. So at this point, a lot of my notes are Paige just genuinely laughed question mark. <laughs> And then Paige just genuinely laughed again, question mark. So next they're at uh, they're at they're at a, a place called Pretty Baked, which is a good name for a place. And um, it was a cool neon. And uh, yeah, and everything everything there is vegan. Uh, and every and there, <laughs> Naomi and Liz are saying that that's fine, and he says you're lying, but I appreciate that. Yep. Which I thought was funny. And then the blonde had a slapstick moment where she was saying something, and then she she was talking tapped. about EverQuest and how much she loved it, oh, and she he was, was like, saying oh, he loved it too. I lo- is that a game? Is that a real game? I think it's an MMO. Yeah, it's what like is, an online. What that means? It's a massively multiplayer online game. Mm. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so she <laughs> then she twenty so the blonde, years out of date. So the, the 
the, the blonde slams her fist down and the tray just oh that was so great flings everything all over. that was funny we watched and that at least a few the times. rest of the people in the restaurant also Bang. reacted <laughs> I liked hilarious. I liked that because I also just liked the way that it was demystifying Chris to them, you know, that he also mm-hmm. played this nerdy game in high school and, you know, loved it. I, but I don't care. I want to replay it again in my head right now when she just slams her fist down and it just boing like a diving board just flipped upside down, flinging everything all over the place. It was so funny. So he says he downloaded well, best. Cares. He it's says hilarious. it was funny. No, I, lo- I, I thought it was very funny. <laughs> uh, it's very real to me. Um, so he said he downloaded Best Pal and tried it, and I think that he didn't get anything out of it, and, and then, uh, Liz and Naomi are talking about how Liz is not much of a romantic, and Naomi is too much of one. Yeah, but they're bringing out the worst in each other in a way that's really natural, and, Mm -hmm. like, at one point, Jack, you said, you were, you were like, do these people like each other, like, about the friends, and I was like, actually, this feels very real, like, I, I think that, like... Unfortunately, girls can be a little bit competitive with each other at times. And, well, I mean, I'm sure all people are like this. But mm-hmm. I know that girls in particular in their female friendships can sometimes be a little bit just, you know, not so nice to each well, other. It's when they, a little when they bit wish the that plot. they'd done better. When they wish they'd done better. And so I have, yeah, I've definitely experienced that where, like, I have been in moments like this with my best girlfriends and I loved the way that they wrote these women. It felt very real and it was written by a woman I found Oh, and it felt correct. And so I loved the way that these two women were being pitted against each other. And this, the trailer or whatever you want to call it, the advertisements for this made it look so much shallower, shallower than it is. It's true. And it made it look like they were going to be like, <laughs> like boy, boy, boy. And instead it wasn't at it all. It wasn't really as much about him as you'd expect. No, but I, 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 this is about when I started it was much wondering. more about their relationship when it felt like he was interviewing them because he was staying at the table while they kept getting up this is when i started he was to just a little feckless wonder whether he was feckless or or had nefarious intentions and it turned out to be feckless, and then they called it out and then they said is this weird yeah as he goes back to get their refill of almond milk eggnog which just which he says feel- don't be too excited about because <laughs> it's almond milk that's yeah. what he said <laughs> well then- i thought if i can just backtrack a tiny bit i just wanted to say that i i really liked liz's insecurity and naomi's sensitivity to it so whatever their you know their tensions and the bristling and stuff that happened quite naturally i think um they also had a baseline of of care that i felt it yeah. didn't feel like they were just they weren't shallow one-liners. friends if he if he yeah. had at any point said something shitty to one of them mm-hmm. they would have like as much as they were bickering each other you mm-hmm. knew that they would have drawn swords for each other at any point i believe their friendship, in the friendship fully yeah i 100 percent believed in their friendship the whole time when so, you know my bugaboo is sitcoms that are just one-liners oh yeah. back and forth you hate it's, that. it's basically just a an, well i do hate that i at- want to feel like there's heart it's an outlet for writers who just want to be writing stand-up comedy yeah i think yeah. um this is this isn't that though yeah you're right and i think the scene that you're remembering where i said do they like each other which i concede thinking back to it especially with the context of the rest of the movie i understand why you asked it I w- it wasn't it was wasn't me. when they're ice yeah. skating and um <laughs> that it, scene was great it was also great because it kind of flipped on its head the fact that liz was the one who was competent at ice skating even though she'd been more nervous and more like i don't believe in soulmates and the statistical likelihood of that is low and all that but she was better at ice skating and naomi really couldn't and it would have been um, so easy to make the blonde 
it's I'm not trying to be especially as a blonde yeah. I'm not trying to be like the blondes are always the ones who are like the fun party one and whatever and like then there's always the sensible one but unfortunately that's how they're often written yeah. it would have mm-hmm. been really easy to write Naomi as being the the sort of brainy smarter mm-hmm. more you know intelligent one mm-hmm. and they didn't write anybody as the dummy in this they wrote them both as really smart yeah. and they put them both in pa- different power positions and it was great I think that's a huge point it was huge huge and I love that they didn't make either of them the the you know the you know coattail chaser but they did put the blonde in the position of power and then they put her in the position of feeling like she's never the one people want mm-hmm. and that put her that put them both in positions of power that I really understood mm-hmm. especially as honestly like I feel like from my personal life I had books you know I got published when I was 19 I have actually you know I might be seen as fun and these things that like you know I might have been stereotyped in some ways of being fun and you know sort of more uh outgoing and things like that but I got I feel like I got chosen over a lot for for really pretty brunette girls a lot and like really you mean passed over you feel like you've been I got, passed yeah. over a lot yeah I feel uh-huh. like I feel like a lot of my friends were I I just I feel like I I kind of identified with this girl a mm-hmm. lot where I feel like yeah that character was really well written and I thought mm-hmm. it was I thought it was good like I feel like sometimes sometimes there 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 isn't really that character in there and well, I people, think that people contain job. multitudes and I think they they demonstrated that pretty well here so especially you know with Chris's whole characterization I was going to say mm-hmm. and the so, ice skating rink was great so that scene was they both went for a spin around and again I think that they they played he wasn't dumb at all mm-hmm. but he was a little clueless in sort of just a boy way mm-hmm. which I thought was <laughs> was fine so then Liz goes for a spin around the rink with him. That's the blonde. While, while Naomi is trying to sort of get her footing on the ice. Yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. she goes for a spin and that, around the that rink with him. And that was where she says, I'm fine. And, and he's like, are you sure? And then Liz says, she, she said she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Which was funny. Yeah. And then so they go for a spin around the rink. And then there's a moment. And then as it was happening, I called. I was like, there was like sort of a swell in the music. And then the, the camera zoomed in. And it hallmarked, it hallmarked so hard we knew it was a joke. Because it did such a camera zoom and it did such a music swell that we could tell it was about to be a dream sequence. Which and is then, a hard thing to rely on on a Hallmark movie. Yeah, but they did it. That's good editing. That was good movie making mm-hmm. for them to be aware of themselves enough to Hallmark so hard. You could tell it was a joke. So then she, so then she, she hurts kissed, herself. Well, right? no, but well, yeah, she like falls, hurts herself, finds herself in his arms and then she kisses and then she kisses him or they kiss. And then she, and or wait, is that how he, the that's Naomi how the, kisses? That's him? how Naomi anyway, kisses. Anyway, Liz and he kiss, and then it's like Liz, and then she's like, "Oh, sorry." And then and then there, it's a fantasy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she goes back and sits down, and then but Naomi then, goes for a spin with him. I think Liz hurts herself. I don't remember exactly because I know that here, um, I have quote elevate your glove foot if you don't mind, which was a quote <laughs> I liked because I think they were using a glove. In some medical capacity, I can't remember exactly what happened there, but I think I think Liz hurt herself or something. But then they, yeah, then then Naomi got just barely confident enough to get out on the ice, and then she fell, and then they kissed, and then it cut to commercial because that well, was... Well, but then they made it very clear again, again, good editing, yeah, because that was then there was another kiss exactly like the first one, except it wasn't comedy editing with they didn't do the comedy uh, zoom. And then we had Liz see it, so we knew it was real because yeah. you can't have us not see it. The right? witness, that we, was yeah, the we thing. had we had the third party there. So the, I wrote the fantasy of the kiss, then the real kiss, and then this is crazy. 
And then I wrote, then this is the, this is the first time I've ever not known what was going to happen. And then secret vegan restaurant is my next note. That's so. what mine is too. <laughs> yes, um, because they. And because... then my next note is, oh, they're trying to make something, and I don't know. What that oh, is. I remember what that is. Oh, that's the next. That's the other thing. What? Um, that that comes up in a minute. So. They, um, Chris and Naomi go out to dinner and it's at a place that, and she's like, oh, it's nice that this isn't. They go out to dinner. They go on a date. Yeah. And he's, and, and, uh, and I believe the secret, the secret vegan aspect was that, um, she says, oh, this place isn't vegan though. And he said, actually, come here, let me let you in on a secret. It is. They just don't advertise it because then people wouldn't come in. (laughs) So, um, and, uh, I'm not really sure how that works though, because there is fish there. Yeah, the whole thing, yeah. it's a little bit weird. But then she goes to the bathroom, come, and then she's on the phone, and then she comes back, and she sees him eating fish. Wait, no, actually, yeah, maybe you're they go to dinner twice. They go to dinner twice. That's what it is. I'm mixing. is. We're mixing the two times they go to dinner up. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right, you're right, because yeah. that's later, because that's after the, the salmon block yes. scene. So right, right, there's right. Marioki. Which is great. Great. But wait, so they go to Secret Vegan Restaurant, and then they go back, and then and then they're, it's so cute because the two best friends, Liz and Naomi, are sitting at a counter and they're watching a little YouTube video that of how to next, of sure. how to make a uh, how to make a little festive log. It's a mossy menorah. Uh, yes, 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 a little mossy menorah, and it's like it's like a log, and it has moss on it, and it has little candles on top, and it's just so cute that they got a little idea, but and they wanted to little make a little Pinterest idea. The only thing that was wrong with that scene was that theirs didn't suck. It looked perfect. It looks pretty good, and it should have. Just been like nailed it like the Netflix show it should have been terrible but it turned out <laughs> it turned out that yeah. uh so while uh while Naomi was at di- at that dinner um Liz went oh, to the went to the gym so, <laughs> so she went to the gym with the ex-prom queen because because yeah. now so Liz is um going to be planning from some scene that happened earlier in the movie Liz is getting some sort of redemption from her own high school which is that she gets to plan the high school jingle reunion ball. the jingle ball <laughs> so the ex prom queen who cheated in her past and like rigged the election is like you're gonna you should do the jingle ball because we always thought you were cool in high school and she's like you did and yeah. then so they're like they elect her to plan the jingle ball within 48 hours that's a whole subplot that did not work I could, for but me, they but... didn't bother either so they don't yeah. they didn't bother so we don't need to bother thinking but about it at the moss but... that's when they're working on the mossy menorah that's when she tells her i'm going to be doing jingle ball and she says what you don't you don't care about dances you never wanted to go to the dances and she says actually i wanted to go to every dance i always wanted to go to the but, dances. but yeah. everyone would ask you to dance and not me so that's when we learn a little bit more about her getting passed that. over. Yeah. I love yeah. that. And um, I, and which I identify with. So then they're at the scene with the ex-prom queen, and that's when they look like they're using Lord of the Rings effects to make the ex-prom queen look like Gandalf <laughs> and make her look like one of the hobbits because she lo- they look like very different sizes. That is a little later, but yes. that No, we, we they're, no it, well, they're maybe it happens a couple times. It happens a lot. Yeah, that's right. Um, it does happen a couple times. It is very strange, but the, um, they, they're at, they're all, all the main characters are at, uh, the Hanukkah celebration. Oh yes. And then they go to that and that's, that looks like a really fun party. And that's where Liz sees, uh, Chris eat salmon. Eat lox. Yeah. He, he eats lox and then she tries to go tell Noemi about it. And then Noemi is, wait, Liz. Naomi. Na- oh yes Liz <laughs> tries to go tell Naomi about it and then Naomi is like Naomi is like you you always do this and Liz goes do what out people as pescatarians <laughs> it's very funny and 
I and I get it, and she's just like it's very it's a very good scene. So, but that, I don't get it. Like, why isn't he just admitting he eats fish? And why does everybody care so much? It's not their business what yeah. his diet is. I, well, because that, the thing is, is like if that was me, was funny, but yeah. because if that was me, if that was me with any of you guys, if that was like some guy I was dating, and if Jack, if like we were at a party, which is something that would happen, and then and then if you like saw some vegan I was dating, which has never happened, you would be like. I think I just saw him eating filet mignon. Yeah. I'd be like, really? And then I'd just be like, are you eating filet mignon? <laughs> like, I just wouldn't, wouldn't be like, oh, I don't know. No, and, and then it comes up as a real problem, which, You're I, which I do not like. You're the one who shrieked, why okay. didn't you remind okay. me I'm a vegetarian when I called you out on picking away at the chicken carcass and when you were you're chicken. not a vegetarian. But anyway, I, tr- the, I was no, but trying it was my something. fault for not reminding her she was a vegetarian. So they get a call from anyway. the venture capitalist firm. <laughs> they get a call from the venture capitalist firm, and it turns out that they don't want to fund the pivot. They want to buy Best Pal. Right. And uh, they're not sure about whether to do that. And Liz says that the app is her whole sense of identity, which <laughs> it uh, does appear to be. She's having trouble with that. Um, and it turns out, and I missed this part. Maybe Paige, you caught it. I didn't understand the subplot until they revealed the ending of it, which was that she got into Stanford and didn't go. Okay, so yeah. at some point, they so well, I, it doesn't really matter how it happened, but basically, Liz got into Stanford. They they sort of established early on that Liz applied to Stanford but didn't get in, and so the two of them went to the same college. And that they've been t- basically together, you know, through thick and thin ever since. And w- at some point, Naomi finds the envelope because they've got like these past boxes. Well, previously, <laughs> Naomi had said, why did you save your rejection from Stanford? Which was mm. putting the proverbial gun on the on the mantle, which is the old saying is, if you put a gun on the mantle in scene two, then somebody better shoot it by scene eight. Right. And they shot it here when they said, you know, well, yeah. That, what, what you're so she at. finds, so she finds so she out finds, about it later. Well, so she finds she finds the letter. Seeing um, this dramatic she, irony. Now we see it first. So well, she finds she finds the letter that 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 says that Liz was actually accepted to Stanford mm-hmm. all those years ago. Liz mm-hmm. finds it at this point. It comes a little later that no, uh, Naomi, Naomi finds, finds it. it. Naomi finds the letter. She does. You're right. She finds it. She confronts her later. That's what later. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, they disagree. So basically, why did you lie? But why all, did you say? Yeah. But also, Ma- well, which is fair because we do find out why later. Mm-hmm. But mom, mm-hmm. at some point during this, mom is just like uh, uh, Naomi's mom delusionally is just like, hey, great news. I'm going to move in with you. That is the next note I have. She has earlier in this been like, I'm going to move to Palo Alto to be near you, which is, which her, she's already like a little bit like feeling like about, which I thought was a little bit of an overreaction until this part happened. I'm like, oh, I get it. (laughs) Yeah. So she's like, why don't we just, I've got news for you. Yeah. She's like, I think living nearby, she was overreacting and was the appropriate distance and she shouldn't have been a jerk about that. But then, but then you see this and you're like, okay, maybe mom has no boundaries because mom is then just like, well, we're just, we are just going to move in together. She's not like, I got an idea. What if we just went in on a place for a little while or Mm -hmm. something like that? Mm -hmm. She's like, we're, why don't we move in together? Let's just do this because, or she's like, let's move in together. It's going to be a great idea. It makes the most sense. We're gonna, and it just, we're going to move in together. Yeah. And it's just kind of, and then sh- she's kind of just like, I don't, I don't want that. And and she can't really, can't get the guts up to really do it and say no. 
So then there's another thing here that's great. I mean, there are a, another uh, way that they avoid convention for Hallmark movies. They're, uh, well, they also play into it, but they, they're at their second dinner. Naomi and Chris are at their second dinner. And um, they're talking basically about, okay, well, how are we going to handle our future? Because Which yeah, I, I mean at, the, at this point, at this point, Naomi has found her towny boyfriend. Now she just wants a Buffalo Wild Wing, her old high school pencil case, a superlative, and a mortgage. Doesn't need an app anymore. But she's actually, fine. She's she just wants this guy. And she's done with it. But all. actually, she is more complicated than that. Fortunately, she she does uh, because they they devolve into what I think is a somewhat realistic argument. Um, I had a well, gripe it starts here in a nicely. Second, but they're they're talking about what they should do. And, uh, you know, and I think it's a reasonable conversation to have when you know that you're there for a limited amount of time and they don't mean to get deep. And that is a, a mistake they both make where they're saying, OK, well, so we could do long distance for a little while. And, and she's like, and then what? And then we could and then maybe you'll you move, move to, to California. California. And, and then he says, he, yes. Maybe. Yeah. Which 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 is nice because it's nice that initially my first thing was, oh, my God, like having been with somebody who did not want to get out of a tiny town, you know, like. I was I was in the DC area wanting to get out of the DC area with somebody who did not want to get out of there and they were not going to relent on that. Mm-hmm. I can I understand how what a relief it is to hear somebody be like, "Yeah, if that's if if moving to California is what you want to do, that's great." And so he says that and I was like, "Oh, cool. That's a good thing for this character." And then he's immediately like, "Or you could move here." Mm-hmm. And then he kind of just hammers that down 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 and she's I, like I don't feel right like here. he did. I disagree with you there. I do not feel like he hammered it down. I think he just said or it could make more sense for that. I don't I think Yeah, both but were then but then the whole conversation became about her moving there. I think then she was like or be- I'm triggered. Because yeah. I think I think you are because I think then she she responds like sort of well, you wouldn't be expecting that. And he's like, "No, it's just maybe it would make sense. We don't have to talk about this yet. We're we, this is a while right. out." And that that's that's the thing. And then my eyes started twitching. That's the thing. Yeah. I I think he's pretty reasonable about it. And then she does something that I pointed out at the time: no real person would, or at least should, ever do, which is, it's hot in here. I'm gonna, I need to go get some air. I just, Can you imagine being on a date and somebody just gets up and is like, "I'm gonna go outside for a while alone." <laughs> so she does that, and when she comes back, she spots him eating salmon. And this is this is a weird part of the movie for me that I but really he's, didn't love. But he's he's acting he's overacting so well. Yeah. That you know he's exactly very what he's communicating. But he's communicating yeah. it so well that you know exactly what he's doing. He, the actor is acting so well that I was like, oh, I know exactly what's going on with this character. Yeah. He's a vegan who has a really hard time with not eating fish because he loves it. Just can't resist. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he has a real hard time not eating fish sometimes. And it, I think that for any human who has stopped eating something that they used to eat, it's really human to not. To, to sometimes have trouble with that. Yeah. So in the just about the next scene, we see them back in the boutique, which there was also a moment oh. about that. I don't think I have that written down here, but you you probably noticed. Yeah. So the next scene is just they're in a boutique, and then so much stuff has happened. Do you remember this, Mommy? Where the next scene is just... We, okay, so she, after witnessing him eat the salmon, she Naomi is like, oh, no. And then the next scene... We learn he ate the salmon. She dumped him off screen. He passive aggressive, doesn't want to talk about it. She's not. And then Naomi's not talking to Liz about it. And she's mad about the fact that her friend didn't pick up the phone. And we didn't see any of this. And none of all of this happened off screen. Very, very strange. And this is 11 minutes from the end. This is the 11 minute conflict. And I, Mm. and to be fair, I didn't know how they were going to figure it out. But the thing is, is like, how did all of that happen off screen? And how did all of that happen? And we didn't know any of it. And how did it, why was it just that? And like, I don't know. It's just crazy. Like I was gonna well, say, I'm not okay with that though. I mean, like no. I I really liked a lot about this movie, and Same. Jack Jack didn't. You can 
feel free to elaborate on that. I, I was just going to say that the, um, uh, I don't remember her name, but the, the one who used to be prom queen, it turned out that she, this was a moment that I thought you would have liked because she, she owns the boutique. And I think there was a point where they were kind of fighting. Liz and Naomi were kind of fighting, but one, I think it was Naomi came home and she was like, so-and-so owns the boutique. And she was like, that makes sense. <laughs> And I just, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice Carly. I don't know where that came from, but I think it was Carly. Wow. Well done. But I, <laughs> when that, when they cut to that scene and he was being all passive aggressive, I was like, oh, great. Hallmark's doing again with this fucking guy being a jerk for no reason. And then, and my first, and my note was, oh, he's mad now for no reason. But then the next one was, no, wait, no, not no reason. She broke up with him off screen for eating yeah. fish. Right. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was like kind of just like a little pissed at her. And I, and, and I, he was right and to th- me, that's probably. when I wrote, I love that this guy is not arrogant. Like, I, he's not arrogant he's not like because people are treating him like he's good looking and he's chris silver like everyone's kind of like oh dreamy and they're doing this sort of gaston oh thing but he earned it because he is cool the guy is cool and he nice but he yeah but he's also a good guy and he's like uh, he's a teacher he's like a good person and he doesn't quite get why everybody like i've met i like he reminds me of somebody and i don't know who but i've met people like that who like don't quite understand that they're super attractive to everybody, but they kind of sort of cluelessly know that everybody, Oh, Mikey, that's who it is. Yeah. Mikey yeah. is sort of like gets that everybody treats him a little bit differently, but he's sort of just like, what? yep. What? <laughs> you know, like people are nice, nice to him and treat him like he's great and treat him like he's super handsome, but they're just like, you know, he just doesn't quite doesn't never takes it on as arrogant at all. And this character was kind of like that. Yeah, it and, made him very likable. The only thing I ever yeah. I ever worried about, I guess, was in initially whether he knew he was interviewing them, and it doesn't seem like he did. And no, w- and when it seemed like he got angry for no reason, which he didn't. But um, and then the group of friends wasn't shitty too. At the end, when they have the jingle ball, yeah, I love that. No, I'm just agreeing. So good that they didn't turn into cliches of their high school they weren't mean girls yes so they they then they have the confrontation about stanford uh when i don't remember what's revealed so it's just so the reason that she didn't the reason that liz didn't go to stanford was because naomi's dad had just died Mm -hmm. and Mm. so she needed to be there for her because she always has to be there for her and that's why I gave you half my company. And that's yeah. why I did that. Blah, 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 blah. And she and, pretended that she had not been accepted. Yeah. And then honestly, when they wrapped it up, it's like it was kind of it was like for a plot, it wasn't correct. But it, for life, it kind of was. It was like they didn't really like neatly tie every single plot line up. Like at the end of Jingle Ball, uh Naomi just kind of goes up to Chris and is just like you can eat like you can eat fish sorry about everything like yeah. so but, but Richie Richie that. had fallen asleep at the end of this movie and then asked about all the things that happened in this movie and and I was like going through each of the plot points and I was like everyone apologized for overreacting yep so basically <laughs> mom apologized for overreacting about California uh well the that- friends apologized about overreacting about everything she apologized to Chris about overreacting. Everybody apologized about overreacting. Yeah. The, the mom, oh, and even the mom, the, even the, mom the, the mom, the um, Liz's mom, they apologized to each other about their overreactions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the mom thing was a problem though. Naomi's mom, because she, she, 
basically they that that conflict went ahead and continued because she went to talk to her like ask her for advice and she was like well when we move in together basically and she was like mom i told you we're not doing that and she's like oh i just i I thought you were being hysterical no like that was basically her response but then yeah she apologizes and that gets resolved and she's unpacking yet more stockings (laughs) (laughs) and then jingle ball happens and yeah everything pretty much gets resolved in that same way Um, and they decide for some reason not to elect a king and queen of yeah, the yeah, jingle ball. That was the prom uh, former. Because the prom queen, queen the ex prom queen, is having her own arc. She's like, no, I don't need that anymore. Yeah, and then Nobody and then Liz cares. is like, what? Okay, everybody dance. Which I liked all in all, but I, it was it was strangely kind of, worded and strangely placed. Yeah. I had a couple problems here because uh, there were two things that Chris said. First of all, he said, "With you, I felt like Chris Silver again," and I yeah, don't like little, that. A little. Edging towards the, the arrogant. Yeah. And the other thing was also uh, that he was like, as long as I can have fish sometimes about them. And it's like, Again, that's not anyone else's no, no, business. Not one else's yeah, business what your diet is. But, yeah. but then they make up and that's that's really the end of the movie. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, so what'd you guys think? I mean, I think I know, but what'd you guys think? I really enjoyed it. I liked that it was about their friendship more than anything else. Uh, yeah. I thought that Tyler... Hines was a perfect, you know, casting for that because he commands a lot of of uh, attention without having to, you know, be on screen or be too involved. I don't know. I thought it really worked worked in this case. I loved the chemistry between these two actresses. Absolutely loved it, and uh, I loved that. I believed the friend dynamic. I believed their past. I, I could see where the the parents uh, had informed their trajectory. I thought that was believable. Lots of believable characters. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the, I mo- thought, the moms made these girls. Although, yeah. wait, I do have to say, we didn't talk about the one thing. Because the one, Liz's mom, was just a little too much. Uh, it was, it would have been, it would have been easy to Photoshop her in or... I don't know something. <laughs> they left space, but then when they when <laughs> they at did. the end when she just put her floating head in the corner with her eyes closed, what? you remember at I the don't last? That. Oh my God! You've got to go back and look. About? That sounds like a different she, movie. That was her. No, it was her presentation to her at the end. Uh, here, here's our new holiday card. Halfway through Hanukkah, and presumably, I don't even remember past Christmas. Um, here's our new holiday card. And she's like, mom, my eyes are closed. Wait, we have to look this up. Yeah. You put that, put that little music in there. Okay. Okay. So okay. we just, we, okay. That took <laughs> so much work, but we found it. First of all, we missed the entire scene. I don't know how, but first of all, her Whole mom subplot. is like, what is this? And she's like, that is a moss menorah that took me several hours to make, which is very funny. And then she's like, I gave you, I, I made you this. And then she pulls out the family Christmas card and it looks like a passport photo of Liz with her eyes shut. She's like, this is just me with my eyes shut in the corner. And I then, look like an afterthought. Which yeah. She was. Beth insisted that there were three Hanukkah three card separate. scenes and Jack and I didn't believe her, but she, but damn if she wasn't right. I was right. Yeah, and in the third one, then she's giving a card back to her mom, and it's a better picture of all of them. Where she but her fully eyes just correctly closed. photoshopped an entire. Yeah. I mean, I also wanted to point out that we just accidentally saw there that Chris, unlike every other Hallmark hero, um, he actually 
he apologizes for something he didn't really do wrong also like that he apologizes at the after, end yeah at the end he apologizes for being a little rude after she kind of just dumped him for fish reasons yeah <laughs> so i think i think that was even better yeah um so yeah, yeah i liked this movie and as far as fixing it i would say I, there's nothing really to fix it i think it's it's great as is i think yeah. that like anything that i would say to fix it would just be sort of dream movie making like well what would I do to give this movie more money to give it you know again as I always want to a bigger budget Mm -hmm. or how would I dream cast this movie with more fun people in it or like you know maybe tightening up a couple scenes or maybe you know whatever like things that are so unnecessary it doesn't matter if this movie comes on next year which it will on loop I'd watch it again. It's it's like it would be yeah. a great thing to have on. I, I think it's really cute. I would recommend it to anybody. Yeah, me too. Not so much you though. No, I I definitely liked it more than most of the movies we've watched. But for me, it was about on level with Mystic Christmas, if not a little lower for being a little more complicated. That's uh, insane. I uh, I I <laughs> no I just taste. I just <laughs> I felt like the the I felt like Liz's family storyline was really weird and didn't wasn't as fleshed out or as full as I felt like it should be and was a little bit kind of just dreary in a way that the Hallmark movies again keep kind of being I felt like the I was very disappointed as somebody who was hoping they were going to handle it in a more interesting way I was very disappointed that they after the ice rink just straight up dropped the whole love triangle I wanted Mm -hmm. that to last longer that's true that's the only thing that I would change about this a little bit I would like I would have liked although I don't know how I don't know I mean I guess I would have figured it out if it was me writing it but like I think that there could have been some kind of way to play with who's it going to be a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going to play with the love triangle a little bit more, maybe some more history between them in some way, maybe something there a little bit more to make it a little bit more mystery about who he's going to end up with. But I also wish the didn't friends need anything different. I, I wish the friends had, had played a little bit more of a role because they were likable. They were and, funny. Yeah. And beyond that, I also um, the one complaint I've had about almost every Hallmark movie I've ever seen is that I wish that we didn't have any conflict based on oh, we straight didn't need up to miscommunication. I, I would have just rather yeah. I'd I'd so much rather conflict be rich and well thought out rather than just being something people could have resolved easily. Mm-hmm. Um, Always. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I don't know why that. people think that there always needs to be something like an app. I don't know. They feel like yeah. they have to modernize. I guess. No, I, but no, but I mean, even just like something to do with work. It's like yeah. they can, these can just be people who are home for the holidays and who maybe need some sort of refresh in their life. Yeah, I didn't need, but I guess that it tied them to each other in some sort of intrinsic way. But the fact that they decide to sell by the end means that they didn't need that. I don't know. I just felt yeah. it was a little bit messy, but I, but I, I did like it generally. I, I would say I, I've. I'm sure I've liked other Hallmark movies more in the past, but I don't remember. They all blur together now. Well, that time travel when you mysteriously <laughs> so don't everyone says. Loved. I don't remember. Maybe that was a future version of me. No. Speaking of future versions of me, <laughs> our Instagram is Nameless Best Friends. You can find us on there. You can find our other Instagrams, our personal ones, and uh, you can find our website and our Patreon. And, and, and any more information about future. Uh, podcast that we'll be putting out future episodes and timing and everything we're going to be with you for the whole season we are so just in case I guess we've never said it out loud so what we're doing here is we're going to watch every Hallmark movie this season there you go we've never said that out loud to anyone (laughs) (laughs) the other day she was like have you ever promised anybody what you're doing do you have to do this and we're like no but 
all the intention. new ones we're watching. Yes. Oh God. Yes. Oh my God. We're not. Yes. Well, I mean, I'm gonna see. We're not shackled to a anyway, wall. But... We're we're watching yeah. all the new <laughs> well, I Hallmark Channel. Yes, you are. You're shackled to a computer. We're sh- we're watching all of the new Hallmark movies only on Hallmark Channel. No movies and mysteries. Mm-hmm. We're watching all of those, and we're going to review all of those. And um, we're gonna do. We're. I mean, I think we can just speak candidly yeah. to those listening. We are gonna do some fun Patreon stuff coming up, and we're finalizing what that's gonna be. And we're gonna make an announcement about that pretty soon. I've made many different variations of our theme song. Yes, so. that's which we've referenced a little bit here and there. Look so forward to we that. made a Halloween. He made a we. <laughs> he made a Halloween version. He made a fancy which version. I'm never gonna get to use because by the time it's Halloween, Hallmarkton, it's already Christmas. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, they have a couple. It'll they work. do. They do. So we've but. got we've got a lot of we've got a lot of material. We've got a lot of ideas and we're going to be putting a lot of that stuff out on our Patreon. Yes. And by the time January comes along, we're, we're going to have we have we have some other stuff that we're cooking up that will because don't worry, it will not stop. In the meantime, in the meantime, if you want to support us on Patreon, it would really help a whole lot with everything we're trying to do here. We're yes. putting a lot of man hours into um, man and woman hours <laughs> into <laughs> into he or she we're putting a lot of hours into uh, into making this and um we're doing it because we love it but uh it it would be helpful if you helped yeah Thank you. and and sometimes helping is just sending it to somebody who or you think just would like listening yeah listening and sending it to somebody who you think might like it is is really that makes actually the biggest difference so so thank you for listening please yes thank you for listening and we'll see you around see Happy you next holidays. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.